Hi friends, good day. Today I'm going to discuss another film that I watched um, a few days ago. Uh, the title is The Art Dealer. It's a French film uh, that was released in 2015. Um, the French title is, you know, La Antique Air. And the English version of that is The Art Dealer. So The Art Dealer is a French thriller drama uh, that was produced and directed by Francois Marjoline. Um, and the film is about a young woman's quest to recover the collection of paintings stolen from her Jewish family during the Second World War, um, and it was released in 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 France um, on March eighteenth, uh, twenty fifteen. So the cast is Esther, who plays the who is the main protagonist in the movie, um, the the young woman who is who actually goes on a quest to recover. Um, her family heirlooms. Um, she, Esther was played by the actress Anna Sigalovic. Michelle Bouquet as Raoul, who was um, um, her grandfather. Robert Hirsch as Claude Weinstein, who was a friend of you know her her grandparents. Francois Benian as Simon. Um, and so forth. So the 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 film um I found this film interesting because um during the second world war, you know, many Jewish families had a lot of their heirlooms stolen by the Nazis. And once the war was over, um, these families had a difficult time recovering, uh, you know, their, their family heirlooms from the government. So, um, in, in most cases, you know, in France and, and maybe Germany and, and Poland, they had to go through a lot to fight the government so that they could get their, their family heirlooms back. So basically, this is what this film was about. Um, Anna, as you know, is um, a really, you know, a well-known actress. I mean, she's best known for her work in The Piano Teacher, um, Flight of the Red Balloon, and Belle Epine. Um, so, um, um, it was actually, um, good to see her, um, in this, in this role. So the film opens up, um, in present day Paris or France and there is a scene where um Esther um 
is um, involved in like there's the the film sort of opens up with a a black and white um recording playing of her i think of her grandparents her grandfather in particular and then you see all of this beautiful artwork this you know he had a wonderful art collection and it was his before the nazi seized it so um anna's husband is an art dealer and he comes across a particularly famous painting in and in present day france that painting would be worth millions of dollars so obviously you know during the second world war i mean they knew the value of 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 this painting and the rest of her grandfather's art collection and you know the nazis took it with the help of of her family members so it's it's an interesting story of fighting to reclaim your family's ancestral heritage against the nazis but it also looks at betrayal and and how betrayals were not just committed by your neighbors or people that lived in the same town with you betrayals were committed by your friends you know your family members as such as such was in in this particular film and in, in this particular case so um esther begins a quest to research you know the history of her grandfather's paintings and their possible misappropriation by the nazis during the second world war um and what she discovers is even more unsettling like i just mentioned uncovering collaboration conspiracy and old criminal acts within the heart of her wealthy family so a dangerous game is then played, you know, and, you know, she supposedly, you know, risks her life basically to um, find out the truth. So um, the movie is quite lengthy um, with a lot of plots and twists and turns. So, I mean, I would be doing this this a two a hour and a half podcast on this film and it's you know my time is quite limited so i you know i can't do that but i'm I'm just gonna do you know pull pieces of the film and discuss it and then um leave you my listeners with the opportunity to see it on your own so i won't you know take up much of your time um it's for some it might be boring it might be amateurish um some may even say it's more like a made for television movie um but like the whole the central theme of or the concept of the film was good so it's like you know misappropriated artworks and the struggle of jewish families to reclaim them um, often and many times from the French government who refused to do so. Um, and in fact, there are, I believe, a series of documentaries 
like on the histories of of the families and their fates following you know mass deter um deportations and exterminations of jews and and those left behind trying to reclaim what was stolen from them so yeah the the film touches you know a little on that but sticks primarily to the theme of finding you know going on this quest and trying to reclaim what belonged to her her grandfather so um i mean anna anna siegel you know siegelvik um you know she gave a solid performance in this film i mean you know she you know um however you know more could have been done i think like sort of like with her character um but you know hey i give it a, a, you know i'm gonna be fair and and just you know and be honest and 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 um sort of be be kind of you know in my discussion on this film because this is you know i've never saw the film before so unlike some people, um, you know, some some felt that this movie was really um, ridiculous. But you know, I watched it and I didn't I didn't think that it was ridiculous. It's actually a good film. Many of you may not be familiar with this film um, because um, it's based in 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 France and it's you know a French film, but. You can um, understand the dialogue because um, the film does have English subtitles. Or if you, you know, if you understand French, you wouldn't have any problems with it. Um, the The reason why I like the film, like me personally, I can't speak for everyone, was simple. <laughs> Like it was, you know, it was one thing, like a travesty to go through the Holocaust, to lose all of your family members, all of those who matter to you, your loved ones, then to have all of your possessions stolen, and then you're trying to reclaim everything after the war, and the French government refuses to um, help. And in one scene... Oh my gosh, there was so much bureaucracy that Anna, that Esther, excuse me, I mean the character, you know, that her character had to go through just to reclaim, just to look at documents that the Nazis had stolen that were cataloged by the French government basically to prove that this was her grandfather's work. I mean, she, there was a 600 name list and I was like, oh my goodness, 600 names. She have to go through, uh, oh, she would be there for days doing that. And it almost seems as if it was done on purpose to basically frustrate people. So they, you know, they would give up. And then once she had the six, once she found her grandfather's name, then she had to do a lot of cross-referencing to the items that were taken from him by the Nazis. It was, it was just like a complete mess. The people who 
worked at the um it was sort of like a records repository where she had to go they they were the laziest people I have ever seen in my life they didn't want to get off their rear ends and help her at all and she spent like maybe like through through the duration of the film she spent day after day after day looking just cataloging cross-referencing then at some point they began to conspire against her because they didn't want her to discover that she had Nazi collaborators, you know, within her family. And not only that, the French government did not want to return her grandfather's collection. I mean, the collection was worth millions of dollars, you know, and they wanted to keep it. So... I think at some point I was even frustrated and tired and I wasn't even going through the list. Like, you know, that would have been enough to make most people just say, forget it. But it was really important for her to reclaim what was stolen. Um, so the one, one, one painting in particular that was central throughout this particular film was a painting of two leopards basking like in a half sun. So, so a painting that was, that was allegedly produced by a French artist, Jacques Laurent Agassé, like a disciple of Verne. So, um, it was worth 100,000 euros, um, in the movie. And that was, the the painting that she was basically trying to to find it had happened to come across her husband's um um work because he was an art dealer and he and he did auctions and um it turned out that this that particular piece played a significant role in the betrayal of her grandfather you know um with with the collaborators in her family who basically were um in 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 league with the the Nazis so um at some point you know Esther begins to question you know her family members because you know all trails kept leading back to this uncle Raul of hers who was her grandfather's brother and it turns out that Raul had um conspired against his own brother um to seduce his wife um and to steal the list of you know this million dollar art collection like wherever his brother had it hidden away he thought he could get it from his wife and then he in turn would give the collection, would sell it, you know, on the black market, give it to the Nazis and he would, he would be, um, free from persecution by the Nazis. He would not be sent to a death camp and he would live a good life. Um, unfortunately for the brother that he betrayed, he went to a concentration camp and he was, um, exterminated. So that's the premise of the film. And, and, you know, all throughout the film, 
Esther is getting threats. Someone is following her. She's being watched. She was fired from her job because she was asking too many questions. Um, she went back to the records repository to get the the list and the information that contained um, the names of the, the paintings that belonged to her grandfather. And they began to lie to her, withhold it. They couldn't find it. We lost it. We can't let you back in here and so forth. So she realizes that this whole thing is a conspiracy. And the conspiracy leads all the way to her to her uncle. Ultimately, she confronts the uncle um which was difficult and she had to convince her own father that your that your dad was betrayed by his own brother and it was really really hard for her father to accept it he just did not want to believe it um and the only way to get him to believe it was to have him watch the um the film it was like a um a black and white film that they that her um grandfather must have made before his death like before the nazis um occupied france um basically showing a younger version of her father's mother they were in love they were happy you know um and then uh, her uncle Raul was also in the film with Klaus, another Nazi collaborator. And her father had to really face reality that, you know, the plot was that they would seduce his mom, you know, and, you know, and get the, the family heirlooms away from, um, her grandfather and, and betray him to the Nazis is, which is what they did. So at the, end of the film she discovers the truth her uncle Raul commits suicide um one of the other collaborators died and the truth came out um ultimately she was able to get this painting back the two leopards basking like in a half sun she was able to get the painting back um, and her husband didn't put it up for auction. They just kept it, kept it, you know, like within the family because it was, um, not only a significant piece because the artist who, who did the painting was famous, but it caused a lot of misery and death in her family. And it was significant because it belonged to her father's father, her grandfather, who was ultimately betrayed by his own brother and friend and turned over to the Nazis who sent him to his death in a concentration camp just so that they could live a good life that, you know, they would be free from Nazi persecution and um, and they would have significant wealth. So. Um, the film was, I, at least I thought it was, it was good based on that, um, that little twist. And it, it was also sad because, you know, a lot of you, like a lot of people, you know, don't understand how 
how fearful, you know, and how how horrified a lot of people were at the time of the Nazis in Europe that they would turn in their best friend. Never in a ma- never would have I imagined that someone would do that to their own sibling. And this in this case, this is what happened. So, um, the film was, you know, um, it was excellent. I liked it. Um, the, the whole history behind, um, what happened to these, these, um, these art dealers like you know or these artists and and these heirlooms is it's it's was really um eye opening to me i i learned since watching this particular film that jones Liegman was the only jewish art dealer executed during the german occupation of france other art dealers were deported to concentration camps like rene Jeanfell, who who died um, in Nuengame, which was a concentration camp in January 1945, and thousands of artists were either killed or deported. So, um, you know, and, and some of Joan's paintings were never found. Some surfaced in France museums. Others are still floating about on the glo- on the free global art market. And you know, with many of their family members, they're still looking, they're still trying to find, you know, stolen and missing works to this day. So what did I learn? Well, I learned that art dealers were involved in despicable acts during World War II and stole from their friends for personal gains. Um, They were never prosecuted. Um, Close family and kinship ties, economic and professional interests have prevented a lot of these stories from from coming out, you know, um, which which really um, makes it extremely difficult to connect the dots of how art dealers, collectors, museum officials, and their pals and government offices and, and business community ordered, coordinated, and profited from from acts of plunder during an act of genocide against men, women, and children of Jewish descent in France. So, see the film, folks. See the film if you can. I know it may be before some of your time, just like it's it's before my time, but there's a lot to learn in these, in these films. It's, it's, it's rich with history, it's rich with historical facts, and it'll teach you something about um, the Holocaust and, and Nazism and how man's inhumanity to man led to a devastation of millions of people. So see it if you can. Leave me a message, you know, if you like. Um, the Art Dealer. That's the name of the film. Um, it was released um, in 2015, so it's probably a little bit. It's three years old, but still fairly new. And it's it's the the director, the producer is Francois Maljolin. Very good film. So that 
that will end today's discussion on The Art Dealer, my current film. I have plenty more to review. I think I may have an early release of Wonder Woman 1984, which I should not say because I may get in trouble, but we'll see. Have a good day, friends. Ma 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 